if you could reliably graph your mood, whether you're feeling up, whether you're feeling down, or if you can graph whether things are going well or things are going rotten. What you'd notice in that graph is that it wouldn't simply be two states. It wouldn't simply be good or bad. And so sometimes you've got a straight line, but it's quite a high up straight line. And then boom, you've got a another straight line, but which is much lower down the graph to denote bad. The graph wouldn't look like that. It'd kind of move up and down and have a little spike here, a little trough there. And even, even when it was low down, it'd have little ups and downs as well. It would kind of undulate along. It wouldn't be straight lines. No matter how good or bad we were feeling, no matter how good or bad things were going for us, it would have ups and it would have downs, no matter where you actually were on the graph. It would jiggle about. And the reason why that's an important thing to notice is because at the top of your graph, whatever subsection of the graph that you take, you know, even if you've had a really terrible week and there really is no top of the graph as such because it's all down near the bottom. Amongst that little subsection where things have been really low, there's still a top of that particular graph. It's not all a straight line. Some of those moments will have dipped even lower. But some of those moments will have skipped up a little bit. And so if you look at that graph where your mood goes up and down, even if you're having a lousy time of it, there will be a top of your graph. Those little notches up those little spikes up where things were actually going a little bit better or where you were feeling a little bit better and the reason why it's good to know that there's a top of the graph is because it's a really important place to look in order to find our first steps out of the sludge you see once we know that no matter what our mood is, it's not just a straight line. It kind of goes up and down and up and down. Looking for those spikes where things got a little bit better. That's something that we want to replicate. That's something that we want to expand. That's something that we want more of. We want to do that again more often. Whatever that spike was at the top of the graph, we want to be able to bring that about more often. Because if we can expand and repeat those spikes higher, what we might be able to do then is just move, move our kind of baseline a little bit higher. And so at the top of the graph, in those little spikes where things were going better, or we were feeling a little bit better, they're the, they're the places that it really makes sense to explore. What was going on there? And I know a lot of therapists will go to the dip and look at what was going on when everything was so terrible. But I don't, I don't personally think that's too productive a place to stay in. What's more interesting to me is what was going on when you had that spike? 
How did you actually get that spike? When you created that better moment, how on earth did you do that? What were the factors going on at that time that helped you create that? And if you really dig into it and look for multiple factors that created that little spike, what you'll start to develop is a toolkit that already works for you, a set of strategies that already works for you in terms of making things a little bit better, in terms of lifting your mood. One rung up the ladder. And once we know how we created that, or we have some, we don't have to know actually, once we have a guess at how to create that, we can do some experiments. And we can try and do that thing again and see if it makes us feel good again. So it might be, okay, I felt better here. Things were going better there because, I don't know, I was going for walks more. Or I got my guitar out and I had to play more. Or I binge watched a a TV show that I really love and got engrossed in. Or I had a good read. Whatever it happens to be with you. I had a phone call with a friend. It's really going to be different for everybody. What generates that little spike? What, what accounts for why you reached the top of that graph? But whatever it is for you, once you, once you have a list of possible ingredients for that step up in your well-being and your mood in how well things were going, you've got a set of experiments to play with. I wonder what would happen if I did that again. I wonder what would happen if I created that environment for myself again. And so what I'm going to invite you to do, whether you're feeling okay or you're feeling lousy or you're feeling good, find the top of your graph. Find those moments recently where things were going well, where things were going better. And just list a collection of the possible factors that ensured that you created that spike that put you at the top of the graph. And remember, when I say top of the graph, I just mean top of your graph. I don't mean top of the graph like you're top of the world. I just mean, I don't know, yesterday I felt like I was sinking fast, but today I only feel like I'm sinking Okay, well, that's an improvement. How did you get to that improvement? What are the possible factors that you might guess at? And, and, and create a whole list of them that might have been the ingredients to have ensured that even though you still feel like you're sinking, you're not sinking fast anymore, you're sinking slower. Because that's a step up the graph too. And so once you've got your list and put as many things down there as possible, that you can think of that might have contributed to that little spike happening that put you at the top of your particular graph. And then do some experiments, try them out, recreate those things, do those things again and see if they have a similar result. And by the end of this process where you've done all of these experiments and you keep on being alert for the spikes upwards, the top 
of your graph. You'll start to have a real toolkit for creating those spikes in your life as well. To such an extent that they won't necessarily be spikes anymore, but they'll be your new baseline. And you'll be able to recreate the top of the graph by using those strategies and toolkits that you've discovered. And you won't be on that lower level anymore, spiking up to a, a, a rung up the ladder. You'll actually be on that rung pretty much most of the time. And then you'll be looking up one step again. So while you might think that what a therapist is going to do is, is look at all the really, really low points, and of course that does happen, what I like to do is to look at the high points because they offer you a route to feeling better, a route to creating a better life, to be able to notice what causes those spikes up towards feeling just a little bit better. What you did to create that, what environmental factors maybe created that and contributed to that. So that you can create a toolkit to climb that rung of the ladder more permanently. And so if you like this idea, please share it. If you think it will be helpful to someone else, subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you get them. You can watch it as a video on a sliceoftherapy.com and you could work with me one-to-one if you'd like to work this way. I'm Alan Parry and you can find me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. So thanks for listening and I'll see you again tomorrow with another one.